My name is Gurjan, aka Gigi. I'm Victoria. This is Mika. And this is a word at the table. All right, so it, this is not an icebreaker, but this is kind of like a like a open open uh, open ended question. So, how many times a day would you guys say that you laugh slash smile? Hmm. Oh, let me get the, 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 the a number. lot. I mean, I mean, I think with Nyla, I I she makes she's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> She, she'll do things to make me laugh. Um, so I think a lot, but if I'm thinking like, if I'm, if I have like a focused day when I'm like working all day, mm-hmm. um, probably I could spend the whole, like that whole work day without laughing. Maybe I'll smile, but. So give me a number. Like if you had to like estimate a number for laughs, laughs and smiles a day a day on average I guess if I had to guess I'd say like 10 to 15 okay all right I spent 24 hours a day around Nyla so, <laughs> okay so yeah, very you're joyful around you who comes yeah. with the joy she come through with my mom you know? <laughs> yeah. she come through with the joy all right it. <laughs> what um, about you yeah I would say Cause it's so funny this morning I'm like walking outside in Brooklyn and I'm like, like this person, ugh, this person, like, it's like all these different things come at you. Like Lord God driving in Brooklyn, forget about mm-hmm. it. It's like, um, it's like literally a video game. You gotta pass the, the mailman, pass the biker, pass the, like, like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm literally just going to get coffee and coming back. Like <laughs> looking for parking. In this video game, you oh no <laughs> no it's like random things pop out of nowhere it's literally a video game in Brooklyn um but I would say um on average I'd say I'll give you a solid five a solid five and that's like if I do something that really brings joy to my heart like like doing this I was like super happy like oh yay about to see and you know like you know talk about god like you know Mm -hmm. and then obviously this morning like talking to god in the morning and setting my mood so i would say on average like five times and that's including if i do something that i enjoy doing but um follow-up question gg real quick this has nothing to do with like my little outline you actively smile or laugh in the presence of god like when you're doing your alone time this is no joke Sometimes, yeah. like, like I'll, I'll read something and I literally have a joke in my head because I'm funny. So I literally have a joke in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I, literally, I'm trying to think of a joke right now. I can't think of it, but like, <laughs> but like, I'll read something and I'll be like, dad, this is like, this is like, oh, like, okay. There was one time I was reading, like, um, this is in the old Testament when they, it was really dragged out on how to like ask for forgiveness. Like you got to break a lamb. I was like, dang, that's like me, like me and my shopping list are like me. me and I, I was like, this is so ridiculously long. I mean, obviously we had Jesus now, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. But, um, but before it was like this whole list of things you had to do for forgiveness. And I literally had a joke in my head, like, yo, this is like me and I don't know, like me, like, I, I have no idea what I said in my head, but it just made me laugh. Like, I was like, yo, this is like me and my list of things that I want. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like sometimes I, I literally 
have a joke with God in my head. You laugh, God laugh with you. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like don't talk. <laughs> So yeah. Um, so what about all right? So that's you guys individually. What do you think the average adult laughs like? So we have ten to fifteen, five. What do you think the average adult? Mm, the average adult, I would say it's not high. Maybe like adults are stressed. Yeah, <laughs> are stressed. Like jobs, bills, family, relationships. There's so many things. Like, like this whole. Um, I think they were asking Americans, so you know we be stressed. You know, what? What, like, what are we laugh at? What are we gonna be happy about? What you talking about? Exactly. And then look at society today, like all the things that's happening in the world. And we're not even talking about like personally. We're talking about like the world, these wars going on over here, pandemic, inflation. Like there's so many things going on right now. Like I don't think people smile that often. So what's your what do you think your number is for the average adult? <laughs> I think it's less than 10 but I don't know because I, I feel like people I know people tell me that I smile a lot like so maybe I'm a, and I and I actually while we were talking I was like maybe 10 to 15 is like I'm underestimating because I feel like it's it's a lot okay. I mean but are we talking about like genuine smiles Cause there are some smiles too where people just be like, uh-huh, yeah, you don't need that. Those are, those are performances. I feel like these are like genuine laughs and like like genuine smiles. Cause like I think fake laughter is so emotionally draining. Like when you be around your boys and you go, oh. yeah, exactly. I <laughs> like even small things. Like we were walking in the street and someone's like. And you gotta like, gorgeous. No, what, what I gotta smile about? What? Yeah, exactly the pressure to smile. Like, why? Why are you so mad and you look so good? Come on, what? Why are you bothering me? Yeah, when somebody says that, I I frown even harder. <laughs> <laughs> this is the opposite of what you want me to do. <laughs> oh man um yeah i mean i feel like it's less than 10 that's that's my answer all right less than 10 we got two the jump <laughs> rope is 10 times a day that's the average um, adult human smiles or a laugh a day what do you think it is for a child the average four-year-old oh much higher much higher because I feel like kids, they don't have any worries. They have no worries. Like, yeah, they get annoying and crazy sometimes. Like, they get like, oh, I want my yeah, temper tantrums and stuff. Oh, yeah, I want my snack. But besides <laughs> that, like, they're very. Um, I, I think I think they're 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 they wake up happy. They wake up just like running around happy. Yeah. So what yeah, I got like fifty to sixty or, or like a hundred. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, we got a hundred. What about you, Gigi? Yeah, um, I'll say 55, I don't know. <laughs> Cause like, I just think, um, you know, small things bring them joy, small things, mm. yeah. It's 300, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they laugh and smile 300 times a day. And the auntie, the, the auntie in me is just like, go ahead, baby. I know that's right. That's why the Bible says be childlike, all right? Like, mm -hmm. what, what, what we gotta stress about, like for what? When you really think about it. 
true. Yeah. You know, sometimes like there's, I think I've heard this, even fake laughter is beneficial. Like you can just stand in front of the mirror. I heard that, yeah. I think in a sense of not performing, like not when you're around other people, but like when yes. you're in the mirror, like you said, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that Eventually even you'll start laughing for real. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you feel a little happier, yeah. <laughs> laughing from happiness or insanity, I don't know. <laughs> hey. Look, Look at my face, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> Like, if somebody wants to see you do that, you're just like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, do that at home when no one, no one is is uh is present and watching you. Think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for her. She she going through it. She going through. It. Yeah. All right. So I love the fact that we're kind of all on the same page. We're all believers, and like we kind of touched on that topic before, but. What do you guys think of when you hear the term toxic positivity? I feel like we're all on the same page. That laughter is good. It's good to you know focus on the happy, this, that, and the third. But when you really think of the term toxic positivity, what does that bring to mind? Because you'd be like, what, what, what? Just be happy. What you talking about? Like, literally, like that's how I think about it. When I, and like, I'm gonna let y'all answer first. But so what y'all think? I mean, for me, I think the first thought honestly is uh, how can positivity be toxic? Mm. So that's my first thought. Yeah. I feel like you can't have enough of it. Mm. That's not my first thought. My first thought is like someone that's just not in the space to hear all of that right now. Like they, they, they're in a space where they want you to listen to them or just want you to get your presence like that's it and then the other person is just being like but the lord is good you woke up you have breath in your lungs you mm -hmm. didn't do that like i think that's what comes all true facts though yeah like they're yeah. not lying to you they're all true facts yeah i just think somebody just like overly if that's a word just um <laughs> you know just it's excessive to the point that they're not realizing that the other person doesn't want to hear that right now. And it's not appropriate at the moment. Like it doesn't have to always be you just spitting out all of these, these wonderful things. Sometimes people just need presence and just need like, you know, friendship, comfort. Like it doesn't necessarily mean you gotta be out here like everything's gonna be okay. The Lord said, and then bring it up songs and, and whatnot. <laughs> like, that, like, those are all true and factual. Like, is this, like, what if that's all I have to give? Like, like, what if we're all, all right. Sometimes I feel like the more I study, meditate and internalize scripture, that's kind of like all I have to push back out or whatever. So it's like, when somebody comes to me with advice, I'd be like, but what? Philippians 4 verse 8 says like that's like, kind of all I have to give to you you know because it's like that's especially me like that's what I study about and like that's what I'm working against like I, I'm working against being overwhelmed or being like really feel, fearful or anxious and stuff like that so it's like I kind of I don't want to say I feel like I made it on the other side but I'm like why don't you try what I'm doing do what I'm doing you know yeah, and I think that's okay, but you also, I think maybe it takes discernment 
and maybe just asking the Holy Spirit what to say and what to do at the time that someone's coming to you. Because there's some times where people literally just want you to be there. You know, they don't need you coming and talking about, oh, this and that. Like, like sometimes I think there are some moments where people just don't need you to spit a verse at them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, think, I think there are some moments where some people just want you around, just want your comfort. They just want you to listen. Like, I, I don't, I actually think ignoring where the person is in the moment is actually probably going to hurt them even more if you don't realize like where they are right now. Like where they are right now may not necessarily be where they're ready to hear positivity right now. So I think it's a part of it. Like, um, I think that's a part of it. Yeah, like no, it's like even I'm in Job. Remember like when all his friends pulled up and it was like, yo, Job, like stop, stop wilding out, calm down. And he was like, he had something to combat them every time. I think he had like a couple of friends pull up on him like, yo, I know you lost all these kids, but look how wonderful. Okay, yeah. And so he was just trying to hear Huh? So it was after he lost everything? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was not trying to hear it. Oh, like he has like a couple of friends. There's a couple of verses. And like he comes back and says, oh, but look at this, look at that. Like sometimes people aren't ready to hear all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's where I'm with that. Like I, I, I understand, and for me, I understand that the other person is coming from a good place. They're not coming from a place to hurt me even more. Yeah. I think sometimes you just have to be more conscious and aware of like read the room. I'm definitely going to keep praying on that because even like looking up the definition of toxic positivity, I'm scared. I'm like, but how, okay, so this is, this is what it says. It's a dysfunctional approach to emotional management that happens when people do not fully acknowledge negative emotions like doubt, anger, or sadness, right? And I'm like, but how do you know it's dysfunctional? Like, how do you know it's, this is not, like, it's working for me. Like, I think that's what I need to, like, I'm struggling with and I need to like, like you said, get more discernment with because mm-hmm. you come to me, that's all I'm, like my baby cousins, when they come to me, that's, let's do my thing together. How about that? You know, cause I can't help you. I don't know what to say. You can help me. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to get when you come to me, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not just going to spit verses at you and then leave. Like, we'll, we'll study together. You know, I'll give you that. Read 14. Hey, what do <laughs> you think about that? Let's, let's talk about and meditate on that together. <laughs> now, you know, I've been accused by my siblings um, that, you know, like, I'm, I give too much advice or um, I could be too positive. So... Or too real, also like I get, the, I get both. Um, but sometimes, but my, I know my brother specifically, one of my younger brothers, he's always like, "Why you always gotta have advice for me?" I think I just really realized what we need to work on because it's like, brother Kev, brother Kev said that the other day. It was just like. Um, like you said, Gigi, have discernment. And sometimes people want to just do a testimony. They want to do like a bragamony. Like maybe it's not right. It's not the time to talk about what you and God went through. It's just time to listen. You know, it's not time for advice all the time. And we, we need to learn when to speak, which is, you know, crazy because it's like word vomit all the time, especially when you enjoy this. 
especially when you have like a joy in your heart, mm-hmm. you definitely have like a word vomit. You're like, oh, well, you know, I can't relate because God's so good. You're out here skipping. No person's looking at you like, well, he do it. This came from like, like my morning meditation. Like I got to do this every morning. So I'm going to, when you see me, like, I'm going to like have that, that toxic positivity, I guess. Cause like, I got to have that. I got to be filled with that. Cause is that, is that wrong of me to use, like, to concentrate on verses to, like, um, keep those bad feelings at bay, like fear, like, especially fear, anxiousness and stuff like that. That's what I, like, fill up on to not even, like, let those feelings overwhelm me. I think that you can use them to not let them overwhelm you, but I think it's also important for you to acknowledge what you're feeling. And like, I'm big on living in the moment and feeling what you're going through. So like for me, um, when I'm anxious about something, like for example, uh, something that I smile about all the time, I don't know if it's pregnancy hormones, is every time I think about like the labor pains and going through labor, and Mm -hmm. I've been through it before, I thought I was going to die with every contraction, but I smile because it's like productive pain. It's like, I know at the end of the pain, there's a reward. So I think Mm -hmm. like, it's not avoiding the pain, but um, like you can rest in knowing that there is hope beyond the fear, the anxiety, the whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and use the verse in that way, but not to deny, oh yeah, I'm anxious. Now I ain't anxious. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I think that connects to like, you know, when we were talking about like feelings and emotions and allow- allowing our emotions to run us, like mm. it's okay to have those emotions, but like, I, I think it's it's Rebecca that says it like about like your emotions should follow your thoughts and your thoughts should really be renewed by the word. So I think what you're doing is fine. Like it should be that. It should be you meditating verse on verses and noticing where you are and accepting it and, and finding out why am I feeling this way? Like breaking it down, mm-hmm. like practically journal, like um, pray about it, like do mm-hmm. practical things. And then like, you'll start to see your, your mood will change because it's not, it's, it's like your feelings are so fleeting. So it's like, I think um, once you do focus on the word and you do remember what God says about you and who you are and like, he didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a sound mind, like all these different things that you know God says about you, which is true. And you know, his word is true. It'll help you like get past those feelings. But I definitely agree as, as far as like feeling those, you know, emotions, but just not allowing it to run you. Yeah. Or allowing you to run away from them like yeah yeah so uh it was a pastor and he was like I was like oh you know I'm not feeling well or whatever and then he was just like go to church and I'm like okay but I'm not feeling well like I I, I feel sick like I'm Mm. not I don't feel like I'm literally coughing like acknowledge that I don't feel well I don't smack of like church on there and actually that's even worse I can go to church and make other people sick like you know so so yeah so that's that's like an example of like you know yeah I should 
get like, like be around community but right now isn't the best time like acknowledge the fact that I'm out here sneezing and coughing and I need to stay home you know like it it's it's sometimes people like they have a uh like a good um like where they're coming from yeah, yeah exactly they have they're coming from a good place but like sometimes it's not needed at the moment mm-hmm. I think that's what's hard like knowing when oh being dismissive that's really what like the the real difference is it's like somebody's coming with you to your problem it may come off as dismissive that you're not even listening you know mm-hmm. like you come exactly. at it like and I don't even feel heard or anything mm-hmm. exactly exactly and and I definitely agree with like what Nika was saying about like the hope like through the pain like you know you will get through it you know I will get over my cold or whatever it is <laughs> you know like there's there's hope and so yeah saying that my my brother does this the same brother that says I give too much advice like whenever I've told him about like something I'm going through the first thing he'll do no matter where he is he'll be like let's pray right now <laughs> like and he'll just pray for me um i appreciate that but i don't know if that for me i don't feel like he's not he's dismissing whatever i said but he's like legit okay i can't help you but let me pray for you right now um and hopefully you know there's a uh, there's a positive outcome out of this so maybe that's another practice instead of just throwing a verse at somebody with them or for them right that's more active you know practical and you do feel heard when someone's praying for you because you can't be like they come here with some problems i don't know what they're talking about but uh hear what they were saying you know exactly exactly And just having that person intercede for you, like helps you, like it, it just makes you feel cared for. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like, you know, like the word says, as far as like two or three are gathered, you feel God's presence. So, yeah. What if someone's not a believer? This, and I don't, I don't have, this is part, I don't have any uh, answers to this. So we're, right now we just shooting it. So like, what if someone's not a believer? And again, like, I feel like we're so filled with the spirit and like, we know that Jesus is the answer for everything. We got, we got a verse for almost everything or whatever, right? Someone who's not a believer, they come with you to your, um, come with you to, with their problems, right? Do, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, my Bible and my God says this, that, and a third. Do you, how do you navigate that? Because you, you you can't just like pray with that person. I don't know. Is, this is more discerning. Right? I feel like you can't pray for them. Just because they're not a, a non-believer means you can't pray for them. Mm. I think, and that could be even an opportunity to share your faith and to share about God and whatnot. I'm not saying that that's always going to be the answer, but I don't think that you sharing it, you can't share it because they're a non-believer. We're actually supposed to be the light and the salt of the world, you know? So I don't think that that makes it any different if it like if it is a believer yes i obviously bring those things but maybe that could be an opportunity to introduce god to them and um and there's other things to just listen to them you could listen to them it doesn't necessarily have to be like prayer just listen and just be like present in my opinion 
I don't think I don't think you have to have like a different um like method necessarily but I I think it goes back to the discernment and asking the Holy Spirit like how do Mm -hmm. I go present at this time do I share my faith maybe it's Mm -hmm. not time for you to share your faith (laughs) maybe you don't want to come off preachy right yeah you don't come off as the god freak like oh the lord (laughs) like i didn't sign up for the sermon that you ready to give me right now like (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah that's how i feel yeah i think just being present with that person and you know letting them know listen i'm here for you if you need me, whenever you need me, call me. And of course, you say that if you really mean it. Don't yeah. say it just to say it. <laughs> they call think, yeah. You can ask, ask the, like if you feel led to ask them for permission to pray for them. Like, is it okay for me to pray with you? Like, even if you don't believe in what I believe, but this is how I cope. Um, so, you know, there, there could be times where that's appropriate and where they, that is like totally not appropriate. The same way we said, or I think you said it earlier, Gigi, read the room. <laughs> like, yeah. If that's not the vibe or the energy you're getting, obviously don't go there. But um, I don't know how to yeah. read the room. I'm quite oblivious with that. So, <laughs> But last open-ended question, right? <clears throat> so... When it comes to Bible verses on like fear, anger, doubt, things like that, when I look them up, I feel like it. The Bible is just saying, "Yeah, don't feel that. Like, don't be dismayed. Don't be angry. Don't just don't do that." Order right? How? And you know, yeah, we're we're gonna meditate that. I'm like meditate on it and stuff like that. But do those verses ever come off as a little like just just don't feel like like do they ever feel like you know, not dismissive, but they could feel dismissive, right? Yeah. Like, like especially I'm really scared. I was like, just, just don't be scared, you know. Especially when, like, for me, because forgiveness is hard. I mean, like everybody, but for me, I think it's a personal struggle. Like, mm. I think that, like, when you know, God says, "Just forgive." I'm like, but this person hurt <laughs> me, like what you mean forgive (laughs) that's all you're gonna say just don't do that don't do it they they can feel for me they can feel dismissive and I pray about that and I argue back and forth with God but then Mm -hmm. it's always like but then look at what the fruits of my spirit is like are and or look at what you get if you obey my word and if you stick to what I tell you to do like it may not feel good in the moment and may feel dismissive, but the Bible also says that God's thoughts and God's ways are way higher than our ways. And we don't have the capacity to understand it. So yeah, so sometimes I don't understand the, don't be anxious. Don't fear. God has not given us a, a feeling of uh, uh, whatever, a spirit of fear. Like, okay, well. But, I'm like, but, I, but I still feel that though. Like, like <laughs> So when I get this off. Yeah. I mean, well, I was just going to say about the verse about the, when you said anger, it does say be angry, but like sin not. So I think, I, like, honestly, I, yeah, it, it can seem dismissive in a sense, I think. But at the same time, it's like, I think God knows us so well. That's why it's, it's, 
mentioned so many times like it's in the bible so many times don't be anxious like don't be fearful i didn't give you a spirit of fear like all these different things are mentioned so many times so he knows how we are you know i don't think um it's being dismissive because he's literally addressing it so many times he knows that we're going to go through that so and that's okay and that's okay it's not that you know we're never going to have these feelings or that's something that you know, it's not like you read the verse and then instantly you never feel anxious again. You never feel fearful again. Like, you know, you're going to have that. I think it's a, it's a daily thing that we have to remember that our relationship is daily. Like, it's not like a, oh, I'm going to read this. And then I, I read it and I feel like, oh, he doesn't understand. God doesn't understand. He really does understand. He knows exactly how we feel. And that's why it's mentioned so many times. So uh, yeah, I, I can see how it, it seems dismissive, but I think um, like when you do forgive, when you don't like um, feel that anxiety about everything, there's so much freedom. Like there's mm-hmm. so much freedom in it. And that's how what he wants us to live. He wants us to live freely and happy and in Christ. So it's like, you have to, for me, I have to remember God's character. Like when I think about God's character, he is a good father. He is there to comfort he loves us like he has he has nothing but the best for us so that's why he's telling us to do these things it's really for your own freedom so that's that's what helped like I guess what I think about like his character and knowing that it's in the bible because he knows we're going to go through it anyway like he's not surprised that we're anxious he's not surprised that we're fearful a lot of things that we do is based off fear and and anxiety and all feelings and anger but I think like like the word says, like he wants us to remember, like these things do not control you. Like this is who you are and like to see the value in yourself. And if you remember what God says, it helps you just to make better decisions and to just try to remember like um, the value that you have and like how much he loves you. He loves you so much. So I have to remind myself, you know, like he loves me. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, everything looks really crazy. And right now work is going crazy. And right now I'm acting up like all these different <laughs> stuff, like kids are acting up, like all these different things, right? Our relationship going crazy, like all these different things. But like, you really do have to meditate on those verses. And, and, uh, and like Nika said, like in, in the long run, there is a reward. Oh, love it. And then off that note, any, uh, any other comments? Um, I would say like just anyone who seems like they're being like toxic in a positive way like um just just like try not to take it to heart you know try not to take it personally like oh they're like not listening to me or whatever Mm. you know because the person I don't think always can like realize where you're at you know and sometimes people to just come out here like I said it's in church everywhere Mm -hmm. so just try not to take it personally and like talk to God about it and talk to people that you know will listen to you like you know that will like find a good community that will help you like grow and pray for you and give you practical things to do um and yeah just don't take it too personal I think there are like um two types of toxic positive people in like the church specifically it's like maybe somebody who's been delivered from something similar right and they're like they can't even re- not they, they relate to what you're saying but like 
they they're spitting out so many verses because it's like they're, they're not taking the time to actually listen to you or be there for you because it's like oh i already got the answers you know da, 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 da. this is what you guys do you know like they're just brag what, what uh the bragmony yeah <laughs> they're bragging to you and stuff like that and then you have like the person who is a maybe is not so much healed from something and they are not they're like running from certain emotions it's like oh no good vibes only here like don't don't come over here with, with your, your, your your broke problems and your your family problems and uh, nah, 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 I'm, I'm positive only you know so it's like like they can't like one person's not listening to you and the other person's kind of like dismissing you and stuff because they're not they're not um they can't be there for you because it's like they're working through their own stuff so somebody's like you know they're too delivered that doesn't make no sense but like they're like delivered and you know um a bliss yeah they're in a bliss they they, they 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 made it out the hood they don't know they can't relate no more <laughs> They like the hood. Ooh, that's a ghetto. Okay. I ain't got to let them. <laughs> this is what you have to do. And it's like, okay, that's what you did, but I'm still going through it. And yeah. then you have the person who just doesn't want to deal with their own problems. So I can't deal with yours. You know, I'm going to dismiss yours. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of something that Ref Gap says about some people that don't have the capacity for you. And like they they can't like they haven't dealt with their own things that like when you come with your your stuff, they're like, oh, like, you know, they just don't have the capacity to hear what you're going through and the things that um you may you may have like issues with and they don't want to talk about it because it'll bring up their own mess, you know, yeah. and, and they don't want to deal with it. So yeah, I think that's definitely a good point. Like there are some people that are literally like, nah, I, I didn't even work through my own stuff. So get away from me. <laughs> yeah, that like brought it, it brought it to my mind when you were talking. I was like, yo, that's kind of what I think of when I think of toxic positive, the toxic positive people in the church, you know? Yeah, mm. definitely. That's definitely, we're gonna have to pray on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that's all of our final thoughts, Yep. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This is Oh, oh we're, we're at the table. table. Follow us, like, comment, all of that good stuff. Yes. Until next time.